I'm going to give you the whole load today. Interview with Dick Pound, who is the longest standing member. He makes a fist around the nuts. You're listening to the Smashcast, the sexiest podcast in the universe, with DC Girl and Bishop on the No Agenda Podcast Network. All right. Hey, Bishop, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. It's been a while. It has. It has. Too, really busy too long. Oh, busy smashing. Good. Good to know. So we have an interesting topic uh, for this week. I think uh, it was voted on um, in the poll. So this week we're going to talk about crushes. Specifically uh, extramarital or extra relationship crushes. So people outside of your current partner. Yeah. So when you're in a long-term, serious, committed relationship and you develop a crush on somebody else, um, is it is it bad? Is it is it innocent? Um so we uh, we asked the the uh, producers and we got a we got a bunch of comments and a bunch of letters. So I'm gonna read uh, you a letter. I don't think Bishop has uh, heard the story yet, and we're gonna discuss this. Yeah, so this is... Nothing yet. So let's uh, <laughs> let's hear it. All right. I feel like I went to my mail. I got my printed out letters here. All right. ITM Smashcast. I have a topic suggestion for an upcoming episode having a major crush outside of a marriage or relationship. I've been with my husband for almost 20 years total, including dating plus our marriage. I would never dream of betraying him, but I currently have a huge crush on someone I met at a networking event and who I see very often. So I'm feeling super guilty about it. The coronavirus panic (laughs) has definitely affected me, even with my twice-weekly amygdala help I get from No Agenda, so I'm hoping that the Rona brain is all it is. In all my years with my husband, my head has only been turned to this degree one other time very early in our marriage. So, of course, I find plenty of other men attractive. I'm married, not dead, as the saying goes, but this feels different to me. I won't share how I know, but I'm pretty sure the attraction is mutual, which only makes things worse and harder to get over. Interesting side note, my husband and I moved in together right after 9-11, so maybe I cling to or am super attracted to people during crisis. That's a a good one. That's interesting. (laughs) Or maybe it's a 20-year itch. Marriage has peaks and valleys, but I've never been so panicked about a small valley plus mutual admiration before. Ooh, dangerous. (laughs) So that I was, I was, I was all, I was all good. I was all good until that that, that last sentence, I've never been so panicked about a small valley plus mutual admiration. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I met anybody at, uh, at any of the, uh, the meetups in Toronto, but I don't think there's any women there. So I can't, I have no idea who this could be. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Okay. Well, okay. So assuming it's not you, <laughs> um, innocent crush. I mean, I mean, uh, has she done anything about it? I, I guess it's still no. innocent until something happens, right? Uh, I mean, it, so is that is that the rule? Is it, in, until something I mean, happens, it's totally okay? I guess. I mean, I, I guess. I guess we also have to define crush, right? Like, what's what's a crush? Like finding somebody attractive, or or like wanting to tear their clothes off? I think, I think we have to why not both? I mean, why not both? If you're not acting on it, right? So, uh, so I think I think it matters. I mean, if, uh, if you find somebody attractive, I mean, there's lots of people you find attractive. I think she even said that in her letter. But uh, I guess it's maybe a little bit more than that. 
I think I think this the small valley uh, uh, phrase was was telling. Um, and I think the fact that it's it's evident that it's mutual might be telling. Now I'm not saying that this person's acting on it or or that I think they're doing anything wrong, but I guess I guess when does this kind of attention for somebody else become a detriment to your relationship? Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, until something happens. I mean, a harmless flirting never really killed anybody. Um, I do have people I'm not interested in, so. Uh, you know, I think um, we have limited, very limited uh, time and attention, right? I guess those are the, the, the things that are, are really actually just sort of limited, right? You maybe have unlimited love <laughs> or, right, a big heart or whatever, right? But um, your, your, time, your time and attention um, might, might be taken up with somebody else. That's a valid point. Um, and that's not, is that really doing anything? Is that acting on the crush? I think it depends, right? If it's like during work and it's, it's time you otherwise would have been working. Then oh, okay. So if it's not. a work crush, you're multitasking? Sort of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the best way to network, right? Um, I, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Okay. So if you're doing something else at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, if you're like taking time away from your partner, yeah, that's a totally different story. Well, but if it's uh, somebody that you're friends with, so you know, you might might be spending time with them. That's uh, dicey. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Yeah. All right. Well, we have another uh, letter that's sort of a a very kind of different point of view. So um, we we posed the question if you develop a crush on somebody uh, when you're in a committed relationship, is it normal or is it naughty, right? So um, we had somebody write in and say that stable long-term relationships are built on trust. I don't believe it's healthy for people in monogamous relationships to close themselves off from other new or existing friendships. Um, To those that say straight men and women can't be just friends, that's bullshit, you're doing it wrong. In my marriage, in this person's marriage, our policy is to be open about these feelings. If I have a crush on someone else and I'm going to be alone with them somewhere, everything is easier and safer if my wife knows the general situation. If we have to discuss it in detail or restate our boundary rules, we do. Then I go into the activity knowing exactly what would be okay and what would be wrong, and I don't have to hide anything about what happens later. You can discuss with your partner exactly where lines should be drawn for dealing with other people, but if this kind of open communication is a problem, your relationship might not be stable and healthy. So this person seems like they have um, some maybe uh, boundaries that may not have existed in the the first relationship. That flexible. Well, more flexible than maybe the first person who uh, who wrote who wrote in. Absolutely. And it seems it seems like they have a different uh, different take on this. Yeah, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with them, but I'm also inclined to say that a lot of people aren't mature enough to do that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's a that's definitely part of it. I mean, would you would you be okay with that in your relationship if the person that you were with had developed a crush on somebody else? That's a good question. I. Uh... I don't know. I don't think I'm that far along yet. I'm 
just started dating someone. But uh, how about you? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends on if I knew. <laughs> yeah, I think my default answer would be uh, it would depend if she's cute. <laughs> um. I guess. I mean, I, th I think um, it, it depends on if it's taking time away from the relationship as it is, right? So yeah, that's fair. I, I can't say that everybody's relationships uh, require as much time and, and attention equally, right? I think some relationships might not, it's not that it's less effort, it's just that you may have time for more other people in your life. So uh, it's really hard to say, um, you know, that, that it's wrong for everybody um, or in every relationship that you're in. Maybe that's just yeah, naive. I, I, think, I, I, think I don't know. No, 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 I totally agree. I mean, if, if, if both people are in on it and agree, that's fine. I think, I think where it starts to get a little dicey is, um, yeah, like you said, is it taking away time or, or, or worse, are you being dishonest about it? Like, are you not telling your partner where you're going or what you're doing and doing it in a way that's a little deceptive? I think that that's really important as well. Hmm. So, but again, if you're not acting on it, where, where's the line? Is there a line? Do you have, is everybody's line different? Is the line something that you... I think everybody's unspoken? line is a little different. I think, I, I think... Uh, how do I put this? Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think everybody's line is different. I think you just need to figure out where that is. And unfortunately, it's one of those things that you you almost don't find until you cross it. And then that <laughs> ends up being really difficult. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you could establish it. It seems like the, the second um, they had sort of established this up front, uh, which, which is probably smart, right? Yeah, usually. I mean, like I said, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you don't, you don't see that line until you cross it or sometimes you, you set that line a little bit further than you're comfortable with and uh, it may not work out. So, but it sounds like that second letter uh, seemed like they, they've sort of really spent some time on this. So I, I think, I think you had really good feedback. Yeah, I think the, uh, the second letter, they definitely have navigated uh, uh, some of these issues before. So um, a couple of other comments that we got about crushes. Um, it's being human. If you believe in evolution, it's in our DNA. If you don't believe in it, then it's just temptation. The key is to recognize that this is precisely why your commitment is significant and matters so much more and has more meaning. So uh, this person seems to, is making a really good point about how um, things like this can actually strengthen your relationship. What do you think about that? Strengthen is an interesting choice of words, but um... Yeah, it's, I guess I guess I guess what they're trying to say is if you make a choice, it's um, it's really showing that you care. And I, I think it's like that with a lot of things in relationships. Uh, when when you when you choose to do something, uh, you, you're really putting your your volition behind it, right? So. Yeah, I think um, uh, a lot of people would say that you make that <laughs> choice every day when you wake up, right? <laughs> to to continue to be in the relationship. But yeah, I would say a lot of people just kind of fall into things. It's really easy to fall into those sort of comfortable patterns, right? So I, I don't think necessarily most people wake up and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm still in this." I think it's kind of like a minute you know, ready to rock today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, then maybe this, uh, these kinds of things remind you um, and make you re recommit or mini, a, a mini reconfirmation in your head about why you are where you are. Very true. Yeah, I think it could. I think it could be really good for that. Um, let's see. Somebody else said, I think 
Oh, I have to think anyone with a pulse has had a crush on more than one person, even if they're in a committed relationship. Whether that makes you a sinner or merely a human is surely the subject of some debate. I mean, why not both? <laughs> That's true. I guess uh, to be human is to be a sinner or, or vice versa. Very true. Very true. But uh, yeah, I, another thing that came up, I remember on No Agenda Social was the whole concept of like hall passes. Uh, <laughs> I'll try my best to sort of explain this, but essentially some people have agreements where, um, you know, if you were to like run into somebody famous and then through some weird fluke, we're able to hook up with them, it would be okay because it was just so highly improbable. Um, and I think this sort of falls into the same sort of thing because in a way it's sort of a crush. And, you know, some people talk about that sort of thing. And maybe that's somebody's line. I know we talked about where do you draw the line. So maybe that's some people's line. So, uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? My line is money and fame. <laughs> um, money and fame. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, no, I, I guess if, if your hall passes your line, <laughs> I guess your line is fame. <laughs> um, or do you get to put anybody on your hall pass? Usually it's it's somebody improbable, like it right. can be your next door neighbor, right? But at the same time, they don't necessarily have to be famous or have a lot of money. They just have to be, I don't know, like, like okay, so you have your list of three. I don't know who yours are. You know who one of mine is. Um, but I, 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 yeah, but I wouldn't okay. necessarily say she's famous or rich. Uh, okay. Um, so so who was, okay, so let's see. Um, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to, I wanted to guess, I wanted to try to take a guess at who would be on your Oh yeah, go for it. Hall pass. I'm, and this might not be on your official hall pass, but this might just be, I'm trying to guess the, the type, the genre. Is that? <laughs> well, I have, I have, okay, I thought of three and they're all completely different. So I don't think there's any commonalities except for maybe one thing, but that, that's just coincidence. Okay. So I'm thinking like Hayden Panettiere kind of type. Yeah. Almost, yeah, you know, she's kind of cute, but she didn't quite make the cut. I mean, maybe not her specifically, but I'm thinking like short, petite, but not skinny. I was first like thinking like Anna Kendrick, but then I was thinking, no, not, 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 um, um, athletic enough. So that was, that was sort of, that was where I was going. Yeah. I mean, wait, Hayden is that girl from... What, what show was she on? She was like a cheerleader or something? I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure what show she's on, actually. But Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's what I'm thinking. Yeah, she's kind of cute. She probably would have made the list if I would have like seen her in more stuff. Okay. I'm more familiar with her. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Um, let's see. Who else would I would think would be on your list? Um, Rihanna? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, gosh. She's cute. No, that's, that's, that's like a different list. <laughs> she's cute, but I hear she's crazy. Which, which could also be, you know, your thing. I don't know. Um, let's see. Is anybody on your list very famous that would be guessable? I mean, I think they would all sort of be guessable, but... Uh, Taylor Swift? I, Taylor Swift. Possibly, yeah. She, she was one of them, but, but a very specific period, like <laughs> early 20s. Okay. I, I, th I think once she cut her hair, she got really annoying. Oh, it was like, that was her power, huh? All right, so, okay, so hit me with one of yours. One, one of mine or one of my guesses of yours? Oh, uh, okay, or, yeah, sure, Try, take, take a guess at mine. Oh, geez, um, I don't know. I think, I think you like somebody funny, so I think that's important. 
and I can't think of anybody funnier than Ryan Reynolds. So oh my God, my you're really good. Damn that that was um that was that I I will post a picture of the list later. That's wow. really freaking good. Okay, so that was number two. Damn. All right. Okay. I mean, you got Taylor Swift, so there was that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah. So you know my type. So I'm gonna cross off, cross off Ronald Reynolds on the list. Um. All right. So are you gonna? Okay. So if Taylor Swift is on your list. Um. Are you going to reveal another one? Yeah, I can reveal one. Uh, I right. think I revealed it on No Agenda Social. Uh, I think the top of my list would be Jessie Graff, just because she's like extra fit. And she's right. got a really cute, fun personality. I think that's like one of the things that I go for. Um, and uh, yeah, like what she does on the show is really impressive. Like, like I said, she's sort of famous, but not really. Um, and I don't think she's rich either. So yeah, fame and wealth are not completely it, but I think uh, maybe some level of notoriety. But some level of unattainability. Too. Okay. All right. So, do you want to take another stab? Um. Okay. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, again with the humor humor meme. Uh, I'm gonna say something like Jack Black. Oh my god! Did I did I do it? I, uh, I feel like my, I feel like uh, that 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 comment alone is going to dox me. <laughs> With everybody I know. Yeah. So uh, Jack Black has always been, always has been on my list. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. I thought that was a bit of a risk. Yeah, it. that is like a big trip. risk because he's like super crazy looking now. And I even went back and re-looked at him like last week and I was like, damn, still on the list. <laughs> Sorry. That's hilarious. Okay. All right. Wow. That's, um. all right. I feel like you'll never guess the other one. Well, I'll try my best, but uh, what's, what's your guess for my third? Uh, okay. Oh, man. Um, I feel, I, I, I'm just feeling so obvious right now. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Um, so is this like TV or movies or musician? Uh, I'm going to go and say none of the above. I don't, I don't think she's been on any TV or movies. Maybe TV. Uh, oh. Maybe like local TV somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> local TV? Um, yeah. I'll give you a hint. She's really smart. I, I, was, I was guessing... Uh, I, would, I would guess that. Um, local TV. Is she, a, is she on, on like a mainstream media? No, not very mainstream, no. Huh. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, a smart, I'm assuming cute girl. That would be correct. <laughs> um, does she do the weather? <laughs> Not a weather I mean, girl. I, I mean, she could. She sometimes annoys me with her talk about global warming. It's not AOC, is it? Gosh, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I need another hint. I, I mean, I mean so, somebody, somebody guessed it on Agenda Social, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally one of them. Really? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Dr. Kiki. <gasps> wow, really? Yeah, a really smart science girl, kind of cute, and I don't know, like that weird mousy personality, <laughs> and I'm all for that. 
Wow. All right. I didn't see that coming. That is a, that is quite a, that's a quite a diverse like, list. Again, sort of famous, right? But not really. Right. Exactly. Like just, like just sort of like, prob- I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to take anything away from you, but probably unattainable. Um, and uh, you know, is, is she married? I think she is. I think she's got a kid at least. I think she's mentioned a kid before. Wow. Well, good for you. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I got to guess your third now, right? Yeah, sort of a... Okay, I, I'm going to guess this guy is probably a little less funny. Um, and I think you probably like the rugged type. So I think my last guess is going to be Hugh Jackman. You know, thought about him. Thought about him, but... Sure you do. I, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I thought about him when I was <laughs> putting this list together. And uh, no, you know, I... I I have there's something I prefer more over uh, rugged, so he definitely fell off the list. He's got an accent too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Bonus points. That's true. But but Ryan Reynolds is Canadian, so that's bonus points, right? That's true. He also has an accent, eh? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. The the last one is not rugged. Interesting. Hmm. I, I can't. I still can't. I don't understand how you guess Jack Black. Oh, it's got, it's got a weird sort of guess there. Uh, That's so strange. It's had, I had a weird vibe. I, like, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody who's uh, done television and movies. Television and movies. And sings. And sings. I mean, Hugh Jackman sings. That's true. Oh, that was a pretty good guess. I almost had it there. I think he's done TV. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm thinking this through here. Sings. You know, I don't know. I'm stumped. Who, who is it? So my my number number one is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No apologies hey, that, here. That I would have never. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like the, the the other two are kind of funny, but he's he's just funny looking. No, come on. He's so nerdy and cute. Oh, come on. I love a nerdy uh, I'm guy. Just, I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But I I can't oh man I I can't believe I, I will post a picture of the list because I actually had so I had Chris Hemsworth huh? and James Fran- James Franco <laughs> on the list and I, and uh, with along with um, two musicians uh, and, and then I, I scratched them out as I um, narrowed down the list to three <laughs> so I'm really impressed that's um, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I guess two out of three, so that's not bad. I, I, I don't think anybody would have guessed Jack Black, so that's that's pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> pretty darn psychic. So, all right, so let's see. So we've talked about some crushes, and we've talked about our crushes, I guess. <laughs> so I'll be curious to hear if uh, people want to write in and tell us who's on their uh, hall pass list for next time. I'm sure we can get some some great uh some great hall passes and i wonder if anybody's actually ever met one of their hall passes Ooh, that's good that's a good question yeah yeah or if you uh if you can uh work a situation or use it yeah actually that's true i mean there might be people out there that have hall passes that are (laughs) quite attainable So, so do we have any advice for that first letter yeah all right let's go back to the the first person because i do feel bad because they said that they feel super guilty about about their crush and you know we joked around about crushes and hall passes but you know if, the, if this person's feeling really really guilty and uh, 
you know. Um, yeah, and it's sort of I don't know, sounding by the way that the letter was written, it sounded like part of the reason they were attracted to the the other person was because their partner was just not living up to some sort of expectation or something, or maybe it was like a communication breakdown or something. They weren't too clear about that, but I think that might be a good hint as to uh, where we, where I might leave the advice. I don't know about you, but I, th I think dealing with that might be uh, an important part to sort of figuring out the route. I think that um, you look, well, you might look for in other people to fill in the gaps that are missing in your current relationship. And I don't think that's always necessarily a bad thing, right? You might have friends um, that have similar interests, or you might have just very, very close friends that just know you incredibly well, and they're always going to hold uh, a part of you or, or have like a special place in your heart or, or, or meet some need in you that you might just not get from the person who's your primary relationship. I think it's a lot of pressure to put on one person to meet every single need you could possibly need. Um, people do it to their kids, <laughs> um, people do it to their spouses, right? And it's a lot sure. to live up to, right? So I think um, if, if this person is finding some need met in them with another person that they're not getting in their current relationship, uh, I mean, if you can't get that from your current relationship and you're okay with that, I don't think you should beat yourself up. Now, if it's something you used to get, in your current relationship. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think that's where I was getting at. It's like, what, what need was previously met that's now unmet, right? Right. And I think maybe the, um, the, the mutual, the, the, the fact that the person mentioned that there was, that the attraction was mutual, um, uh, and, and I mean, felt to be fair, she was, she was female. So it's, it's usually mutual. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, sure. But I think um, uh, the, the fact that, that they mentioned that the uh, attraction is mutual, maybe that means that they are feeling good about being liked by somebody and that's what's making them feel guilty. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Might, maybe it's just like validation, right? Maybe it's not even anything like serious. Maybe they just want to feel like somebody's interested in them, right? Right, but do you feel guilty when somebody else makes you feel validated, especially maybe in like a physical, attractive way? I personally don't. Um, and <laughs> no, I, <laughs> but but I think I think it's all about the way the relationships like sort of set up from the beginning, right? Like I make that clear that that's something um, something that I enjoy, but also that I don't take seriously, right? So it's kind of like yeah, it's fun to flirt and it's fun to sort of feel like you know that sort of like new. I don't want to say new relationship feeling, but sort of that, that sort of vibe. Um, but, but, it, but I also let my partner know that, yeah, like that's not going anywhere. Right. Like it's just kind of like a fun flirtatious thing. That's just my personality, not, uh, not something serious. Right. So you, <laughs> you would let your partner know. Yeah. I think beforehand it's not even letting them know about the specific thing. It's about just like, that's my personality. Like oh. maybe I'm also a very like touchy feely person, right? Like I hug people and that sort of stuff. And, and, and okay. that's just the way I am. Right. So it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for me to just hug a random person, like, or, or a person of the opposite sex that I just hmm. met, like it wouldn't be a big deal. Whereas I feel like if you have to kind of um, think back and it's going to be a little different than, the way you usually are, then I think, I think that's maybe a sign that something's a little different about that and, may, and maybe something worth discussing. But I think if you were trying to make it something that isn't a big deal, that it's something you kind of have to do from the very beginning. 
Yeah, I actually think you touched on something really important there. <clears throat> if you're acting different or if this is different for you or if you're doing something differently because of this, maybe that's the red flag. And if this is maybe. just part of your personality and your, your normal flirtatious, uh, outgoing, charming, wonderful self, <laughs> and you know, um, this is how you are with your friends, then that's another thing. Um, but I think when the person is admiring you back, right, because on your, we might have our, our hall pass lists and I might, you know, like to think that Jack Black also likes me, but um, he probably totally doesn't. Does. Totally does. <laughs> right. Okay. So right, I, I like to think that Ryan Reynolds also likes me, but um, I he think probably does. <laughs> he might too. Okay. But um, I'm not sure about Justin Gordon-Levitt though. Okay, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think maybe when, when the person um, likes you back, uh, maybe it feels a little dirtier or uh, uh, more dangerous. Uh, like there's more something wrong, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like our, our, you know, we joke about our, our hall pass lists, but it, that's very one-sided. Yeah, I guess. I, I think I think the only way I'd feel guilty is if I'd know that I would do something about it. Yeah. So for you, you wouldn't feel guilty if you knew you weren't going to act on it. Basically, yeah. I think so. I think that um, uh, this person probably just feels guilty about letting somebody else make them feel good about themselves. That's not their husband of 20 years. And I don't mean that like nobody can make you feel good about yourself, but maybe like attractive or something like that. Just a hunch. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. That's, but, uh, um, you know, you can't help that people find you attractive and you shouldn't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> so, that's also very true. And I agree with you. If you're not going to act on it, then, um, and you're not taking time away from your relationship or, uh, uh, you know, spending time thinking about the person or even with them. I don't know if this, these people are spending a lot of time together, but... Um, if it's not becoming a detriment to your relationship, then I don't think, I don't think you should beat yourself up about it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good, good piece of advice there. Yeah. So the other, uh, one of the other comments we got here was, um, don't be afraid to see a counselor; they can help. So that was actually pretty good. Um, so I think some good advice. I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I, actually, that that might work out better than you think. I, I, I totally agree. I think um, having a third person to talk to uh, is never never a bad thing. No, not at all. It's um, it's actually quite interesting. I, I, I was kind of, I've always been sort of open-minded, but uh, I've done that before, and I was actually really surprised by the results. It was really funny. Maybe we'll save that topic for another show, though. So I've actually done that, too. So that's uh, that's pretty interesting. So we could actually <laughs> we could do a whole episode about therapy. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Uplifting uh, topics, right? I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I think I, I actually really enjoyed it. I think my ex didn't very much, but I mean, it's her idea. So the fact that it backfired. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you got something out of it. All right. Well, do you, uh, do you want to talk about our value for value? I think I will. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as I've mentioned, we're actually, uh, our show is value for value for value. It means if uh, you like our show, you can donate to No Agenda. Let us know. Um, and we'll, we'll let you know, uh, sorry, we'll, we'll mention it on our show as well. And actually we did have a donor. Um, oh, okay. Great. We did. Somebody donated 55 bucks, which Whoa. I thought was excellent. And I uh, heard his name right on the show and I'm just pulling it up in my email here. Uh-oh. 
Don't worry, I'm not using Squirrel Mail. Yeah, I was just going to say. And um, we don't have our domain name up yet, but if you do want to reach out to us, uh, you can email, email us at bishop.beaverbrook at gmail or dcgirl at protonmail, and we would be happy to know all about your hall passes. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sure awesome. We, we could read some at the beginning of the next show. All right, so let's see. Who's our donor? So our donor is is Robert Case and oh. I donated 55 bucks and his note is I enjoy the show and I hope you two are able to keep giving us the full load. <laughs> oh thanks Rob. Rob uh, hangs out on Jitsi all the time so he's a he's a cool guy so thank you very much and I guess uh, we'll keep track of this for yeah we'll no keep track of it. Let, yeah figure so it out. for the value for value for value anything you donate to no agenda just let them know as well and uh, we'll keep our accounting and hopefully uh, me and DC girl will become a knight and a dame. Yes, I can't wait. It'll be an awesome ceremony. <laughs> yeah, well, what would you be the dame of? I'm, oh, gosh, I'm not sure. I, I have time. I have time to figure it out, so yeah, we'll see. All righty. Well, it was good talking to you. Interesting topic, and we'll be polling for the next topic on No Agenda we Social, will. so <laughs> we'll see. If what you guys people... have any recommendations, definitely let, let us know, uh, either on No Agenda Social or, or email, um, and we'll get, we'll get the next set of topics up. Great. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Bishop. Great. Take care.